1: 18 plus. The YMCA of Central Ohio presents the What Matters Show with Mindy and Michaela. Real talk about real life and what's important to you and your family. Brought to you by North Orange Family Dentistry. Here's Mindy Dreyer and Michaela Hunt with What Matters on News Radio 610 WTVN.
2: Michaela, I don't know what we have done to deserve
3: such fantastic, gorgeous, beautiful, outstanding weather, but let's keep doing it. I know, right? Maybe it's the fact that you dyed your hair blonde, and and because of that, somebody somewhere thinks it's still summer.
2: Or that we should be on the beach.
3: And we're not on the beach. Because it looks like I just got back from the beach. I mean, it it really does. I will agree with you. The weather is amazing. You look like you fit right into it. And it's really nice to have these warm temperatures as we're getting to the point of
2: October. Well, I'm going to be brutally honest with all of our listeners. You guys know. You've been listening to us now for over a year, the What Matters Show. And you probably figured out our personalities, what we're like. I don't like to spend a lot of money. Well, my hair is getting darker and darker and darker and i've always been tempted to try to do it myself because i've heard of other people doing it and i'm you why know not, I, I why not jump in own. right so i did last night and i took
3: the towel off and i looked at my hair i'm like oh, it's orange i wouldn't call it orange i would call it like honey brown i think that's the color that i called <laughs> it and and your your son who's in with us today he's nodding his head it, it looks honey brown kai
0: i have to say it does uh Definitely not blonde. It's
3: definitely it's kind of blonde. But it, that, that honey brown kai implies that it's blonde.
0: I agree. I
2: agree. <laughs> so we did the steps for sarcoma walk today for my yeah. mom, and I'll tell you about that in just a second. But yeah. my nieces and my son, they told me what I look like with my new hairdo. Tell them, you guys, what you said I look like. Do you remember? Nope, they don't remember. Donald Trump. Yeah, they said I look like Donald Trump. (sighs) Now, I respect our president of the United States of America, but I don't want to look like him. And they said I look like Donald Trump's (laughs) hair. So we're going to be live on Facebook a little bit later. If you're listening right now and thinking, what the heck did Mindy do? So you can see it for yourself. But if you guys have had horror stories, if you've done that to yourself, dyed your own hair and it turned out... a terribly different you asking color for them
3: to let us know why not I just to make you that. feel better about the bottle blonde situation which i don't think is that bad folks i okay. really don't think it's that bad but yes let us know to make mindy feel better we'll throw out our phone number because we always do 614-821 wtvn 614-821-9886 we're happy to be with you on this sunday regardless
2: of what my hair looks like it's lighter it's brighter it makes me feel better whatever um we did a great thing today for my mom you know she's a five-time survivor of sarcoma yes so each year i emcee the steps for sarcoma and my whole family goes down and walks in honor of her and she did the one miler she'll be 89 michaela in november and she walked the mile and it's such a touching it's such a touching event because you see so many people who are living with sarcoma and they're, they're rocking it, they're winning, and it's a, I'm very honored every year to be part of that. Met some fantastic people and their stories of survival. You know, that's the best thing about Central Ohio is we do have great, compassionate people who help each other, who pick each
3: other up, we also have the James, one of the best in the entire world. Truly, it is. And you had such a beautiful morning to be out there and celebrate and support all of these survivors and their families. I mean, you texted me earlier and I thought, wow, you cannot get a better day than this. No, fantastic. And just very thankful that I still have my mom, that she's
2: still able to fight. Um, her diagnosis changes, I think, monthly, so we always have to deal with that. But you know what? I've always said, and you know this too, and everybody listening attitude is everything everything you can't give up on yourself no matter what you're going through it's going to help you through everything if you have that type of attitude
3: The other thing that you participated in this week, a lot of people in Central Ohio were out at. I saw pictures in front of the Ohio Theater all weekend long. People going by themselves to see it because they really wanted to see it. I think tonight is the last engagement. But that's Dear Evan Hansen. And a very moving. It's a deep play. It's a heavy play. But it's filled with people who are extremely talented. And it's an important message, too.
2: I didn't know It was so deep. I love going to Broadway and Columbus shows. I absolutely love it. But you kind of leave in a great mood. You're singing, you're dancing, and those are the Broadway shows we, Randy and I love to go to. This was totally different. It's about... Mental health. And teenage suicide. teenage suicide. It's suicide. suicide. I did do a little research before, and this has won all kinds of awards after Hamilton. You'd been to another show of it in New York.
3: Too? Yeah, I saw it on Broadway. Uh, not the first uh, group that performed, but the second uh, cast. And it's very moving. And I'm so glad that you got to see it and that so many parents saw it with their kids in high school. I saw that across Central Ohio because it's, it's really about this day and age we live in social media and some of this mental illness and, the, and these hard, hard times that kids are going through. So I was really glad that you went and so many other people did as well because it's fantastic. If you get a chance to ever see it, folks who are listening, definitely take the moment to do it. Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, it threw me for a loop. I didn't know
2: it and was quite that deep. Beautiful, beautiful music, well done. Yeah, oh. Music well done. We're lucky also in Central Ohio to have those Broadway shows come here. Completely That's
3: awesome. true. We have Ashley McPeak on the line. Ashley, welcome to What Matters.
2: Hi, guys. How are you, you doing? Hey, Ashley. Is this the Ashley McPeak who I just met at today's Steps for Sarcoma? <laughs> You're
4: correct. Is the Ashley McPeak that She's, you just met at Steps for Sarcoma. Now
3: you can say the one and only, Ashley. That's how you need to say that after talking with Mandy today. <laughs> well, Ashley, your family was so nice.
2: They're like, can you get a picture with Ashley? I'm like, no. Can I? get a picture with (laughs) Ashley and so we posed for the picture and then talking a little bit about Ashley um tell everybody your story briefly Ashley
4: well my story is not quite super involved because I'm I've only been a part of this community for about a year and a half but um uh, last year around March I started developing this cough it wouldn't go away and it wouldn't go away and anybody who knows me knows that I'm not the type of person to get sick so after three to four months of getting treated for what was thought to be respiratory infections, I went to my primary care doctor and said, okay, this, this is getting ridiculous. I, this cough is annoying me. Like, can we figure this out? Well, he did a chest X-ray and thought it didn't look quite right, which led to a CT scan, which led to them saying, you have a seven inch softball like looking tumor in your lung. So I'm recommending you go to Columbus to get it further analyzed to see what's going on. And as soon as I heard that, I just deep down kind of knew that it wasn't good because at the time I was 26. So 26-year-olds don't just get baseball to softball size tumors in their lungs. <laughs> so um, I went to the James because, A, I'm an alum of Ohio State, and B, I know what good work they do over there, and there's no place else I would rather be than in one of the best hospitals in the country. So I went there, um, I met up with a thoracic surgeon and had a biopsy he, and in June of last year, he confirmed me it was cancer. Um, pretty shocking, honestly. It's not something anybody expects to hear. Um, and then in August, I had um, lung surgery to get the tumor out and they took two thirds of my right lung as well so,
3: um, what was it like to walk today, given all that you've been through? And so, I, I take your 27 right now, Ashley,
4: Yeah. And yeah. It, I, go ahead. I actually, I actually celebrated my 27th birthday. I'm doing my second round of chemotherapy, which was kind of weird, but kind of cool at the same time because I got happy birthdays and uh, my best friends came over and decorated my room. And it, it was pretty cool. But yeah. Um, yeah, this is my first year doing the sarcoma walk and um, I thought it was a pretty great turnout especially for a cancer that's pretty pretty rare amongst the cancer community
2: that's exactly Uh, right Ashley and that's what I wanted you to hit on a lot of people don't know about sarcoma or as involved at it as it is but we have the best doctors in the world right here so when I met Ashley today at the walk I was so touched by you Ashley and I think it's such an important message You'd never know what you have, everybody listening. If you have a persistent cough, go and get it checked out. But you're doing fine. You're you're a, you're a fighter, Ashley, and I really appreciate you Thank
4: calling you. in. Thank you. Thank you very much.
3: Ashley, we are rooting for you. Thanks so much. And keep in touch with us, okay?
4: Absolutely. Thank you both.
3: Thanks. Tell your mom I just got the picture she
2: took of us, so...
3: Tell her thank you
2: (laughs) Uh, for that. I will. I
4: will. Thank you.
3: I love how these community walks bring everybody together. That's exactly what they do, Michaela. That's completely what they do. And when you have something as rare as sarcoma or something, I should say, that people don't know as much about, this gives an opportunity for everyone to be able to get together. We have such a big show
2: lined up for you. We're going to take a quick break, though. When we come back, we're going to talk about some things. Are people, you moms, dads, grandparents, are you raising your kids the right way? Or the wrong way and we have two absolutely different examples of this
3: Completely. from one end of the spectrum to the other you agree i do yeah and then also this hour we have remodeling experts some of the best in town are in with us to be able to talk about remodeling we'll take your questions so remember keep our phone number around that 614-821-WTVN number and we have an author coming in and she has a couple books that she's going to give away to you wait till you hear what this book is about and the importance of it it's a life changer talk about surviving i mean that's really what that's about as well all coming up today on what matters so stick around
2: you know since michaela and i were in the news business forever it was the bulk of both of our careers for many many years Anytime we have the chance, we want to talk about things that are newsworthy, that are current and that things that have happened in central Ohio and outside of the state as well.
3: And with this show, I feel like we have an opportunity to be able to talk with a very specific Kind of demographic, families, kids, parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles. And so we wanted to talk about something in the news, a couple things in the news uh, locally and beyond the state that uh, were making headlines. One is outstanding, just
2: a heartwarming story that we're going to share with you. And that happened right here in central Ohio. Another one happened earlier this week and it was shocking. And it happened in Long Island, New York. And I'm just going to set it up for you. There was Basically, a mass of so many kids, teenagers. And Are you talking about the good one
3: or the bad no, one first. about the bad one okay. first. We're going
2: to go bad, and then we're going to okay. end on a positive note. I'd rather end happy than end bad and negative. So there was a situation, and apparently this whole thing started out of a fight with a girl or jealousy or something like that anyway
3: and frame this around how are we raising our kids that's the question that we're asking this afternoon how are we raising our kids because there's a right way and there's a wrong way
2: there was just a rash of about 50 different teenagers all at one point at one place together an 18 year old takes a knife and stabs the 16 year old in the chest 16 year old falls to the ground all these teenagers that are there part of this watching it get their phones out and they record this thing happening. Instead of helping the 16-year-old who was stabbed, they watched him die. No one did anything. And I think that's the
3: shocking part that you have teenagers who are standing around watching this happen. And is that how how disconnected we are that you can record something like that on your phone and not think twice? I don't want to think we're there yet, Mindy. I don't want to think that we are at that place where teens think that's an okay thing to do.
2: Well, I have a 16 year old and a 17 year old. I would be mortified if my kids got their phones out and taped or recorded this instead of reaching out and helping this young man, he died. And now how do you think his family feels? Linda is on the line with us right now from Long Island. Linda, how familiar with you are with the story are you?
5: Well um I didn't really see it too much on TV but I did find the article again in the paper I had I had started to read it the day before and then When you texted me this morning, I said, let me take it out and read the particulars. And exactly what you said is, of course, exactly what was in the article. And I I sent you a picture of it. And, yes, I think that the most horrible thing I can't even imagine would was people, kids taking out their phones and recording it. Just as you said, just this terrible, shocking, shocking. And it's not in a like I would what I would call a high crime rate area. It's a middle class community. Hmm. not in my county, it's about maybe 35 miles away in Nassau County, densely populated, but that area is, you know, a decent area. I wouldn't say it's a high-crime, you know, area. And uh, what would possess somebody to do that? Now, in the newspaper it also said that he had been arrested prior to that for a road rage incident he was arrested for uh, substance abuse they so there were him signs kind of, they had found him, found him with some kind of drugs he was from a broken home but none of which makes any sense i think the real if i was going to give an opinion on it would be the real craziness is that he thought he was going to be a rap star And there's so much violence, from what I think, in all that rap music and the whole idea of it, that perhaps that was part of his craziness. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I I just just wonder what the uproar was right now in Long
2: Island. Are people just up in arms, or are they saying, kids, this has got to stop? I mean, you're right there in Long
5: Island. Well,. To be honest with you, in my my isolated life, uh, I really haven't heard too much. That's you know? the
3: same. But I think yeah. that the way that news cycles though work now, Linda, I'm not. I'm. I wish you could say I was surprised. I didn't know about it until Mindy mentioned it to me. And the way that we curate our news, what we see and what we don't see, depending on what we're watching, it may not have come across my desk. It may not have come across your phone. And so I guess I wish I could say that I was.
5: You know what? If I I had to give an opinion from what I see of not my generation, but my children who are in their 40s, they are so wrapped up in their own life that I guarantee you my daughter, my son-in-law, my uh, son, my daughter-in-law are so busy. They don't even read the news. Today. Do they sit down and watch News Twelve? No. With this discussion even? Perhaps it might, because my son is a school teacher in Nassau County, probably you know maybe fifteen miles from that incident. So I would like to think that this was at least brought up and discussed yeah. his school. I haven't seen uh, my son in you know a few days, so I really don't know. But when I see him, I am going to bring this up and I'm going to ask him because, like I say, he is closer to where this happened than I am. Not that okay. distance makes a difference difference but there are some really bad incidences of violence on long island not every day but a few years ago in my town uh high school kids from maybe five miles away killed a hispanic man in Patchogue. he was walking down the street now you know patch been you've been here right. uh walking down the street and this kid and four or five others decided to pick him out and beat him to death that's sickening terrible. Linda, we're, we're getting some other callers here i hate okay. to let you go because i could talk
2: oh. to you forever but the bottom line is this story made me sick to think oh, that this 16 year old kid died with yeah. all these teenagers watching him no one helping him but yet they wanted to put it on social media
3: yeah linda thanks yeah. for your call the question oh, okay. how are we raising our kids but then the other story mindy is the opposite side of the coin of how we're raising our kids
2: somewhere some parents are doing it right and i saw this on twitter i immediately went to michaela and i said michaela did you see this story this happened in your hometown of hilliard and it's so heartwarming so you have the bad story but we wanted to talk about the good because this is a little boy in middle school with deshane's muscular dystrophy he's confined to a wheelchair but he loves football so he's on the football team and Both teams decided we are going to let this young man score a touchdown. So you see the video of it halfway through the field going rolling all the way down to the end zone. And everybody rallying
3: around him. It's such a feel-good story of kids doing it the right way. And parents who have taught kids to do it the right way. So all happened with Hilliard Weaver Middle School Wildcats, their football team. And we're so fortunate to have Dave Swally on the phone with us the coach who knows 12-year-old Jackson Maynard quite well and the rest of the guys on his team. Coach Swally, thanks for being on What Matters.
1: Well, well, thank you. Um, thanks for letting me uh, be able to share Jackson's story.
3: So how did this whole thing come
2: about? Was it your idea? Was it Jackson's mom? Was it a teammate? How did this thing all unfold?
1: Well, when, when Jackson, uh, his mother, first approached us and uh, said that he wanted to be part of the team, then uh, we all kind of got together through our athletic department, and we decided that we're going to let this young man score a touchdown. And uh, we thought the perfect uh, opportunity for Jackson would be against another Hilliard Middle School <laughs> and at uh, the Hilliard Davidson High School on their field. So we thought, this is it. This will be perfect for Jackson.
3: And what was the reaction to, to like, calling the play? Because there was a name for the play. What was the name for the play?
1: It was called the Jackson Special. The Jackson
3: Special. I love it. And and so the crowd, I mean, what did everyone think? And how did his teammates feel about the experience, too?
1: Well, we had uh, one of our other coaches take Jackson aside, and uh, we approached the team and said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give Jackson the ball, and uh, he's going to score a touchdown. And they were so excited uh, that Jackson would have that opportunity. And then uh, we practiced the play. And then um, we just told him, I said, Jackson, uh, be ready. When we call your name, we call your number, be ready to go out on the field. And uh, and then I talked to his mom, and and I told her that um, Jackson's going to score a touchdown and wanted to make sure, you know, our administration knew and uh, the fans would know. But Jackson he didn't have any idea that it was going to happen that, that day, that time. So it was exciting.
2: Coach, why is it so important in this day and age where we always are hearing so many negative things about teenagers and things that they're doing wrong, middle school kids especially, why is it so important to do something like this and set the example?
5: Well,
1: every day we talk to our middle school athletes, and our philosophy is that we go out, And we try to get better. And our goal is to be good teammates and good people. And we had talked to them that you may not remember the score of any game when you get older about seventh grade football. But one of the things you will remember is how you treated this young man. And um, they bought into that. And that's what we work on. We don't, you know, if we win a football game, we win a football game. But right now, we just work on being good teammates, being good people, and um, we teach a little bit of football along the way.
3: Great thanks. lesson. Hats
2: off to you. Thank you for being such an outstanding example for your young men that you're helping raise through. Fo- and uh, thanks for joining us today on the What Matters show.
1: Well, thank you. It's it's been a pleasure.
2: And keep doing it. I hope you get some more wins this season. We're going to quickly go to Deanna. Our lines have been lighting up, Michaela. Deanna, you can quickly comment on this.
5: Um, I'm on my uh, cell phone in the car, so we might cut out, but I just wanted to say something real quick about the teens who didn't do anything but film. It's so awful and fearful to be a teen today. If you were the one teenager that would call 911 or try to do something, I know that there would be retribution against that teen and that fear stops them. And, uh, you know, in the old days, the kids would just run. If a fight started, they just run. They didn't want to see it. They didn't want to be a witness. They didn't want to do anything. Uh, um, now, it could be a narc. Yeah,
3: they, that's but what they know cannot, that word. You cannot
5: be a narc. You'd be the next one killed, and that's why they're frozen and they can't do anything. That's my comment. Thanks.
3: Thanks, Deanna. Such an important conversation again. How are we raising our kids? Thanks for everyone who called in. Coming up next, remodeling questions. We want to take yours 614 821 WTVN, 614 821 9886.
1: The YMCA of Central Ohio presents the What Matters Show with Mindy and Michaela. Real talk about real life and what's important to you and your family. Brought to you by North Orange Family Dentistry. Here's Mindy Dreyer and Michaela Hunt with What Matters on News Radio 610-WTDN.
2: First of all, we apologize to all of our callers because we couldn't get to all of our callers in our last segment. We were talking about how to raise children correctly. I did get a text, though, from one of our listeners, and she said, if kids in public schools were brought up to pray every day and learned that they are worth more than this, it would help. What schools were missing is prayer. Put that back in public schools. She thinks that would make a difference. Anyway, we are switching gears right now because we want to talk about your homes, the inside of your homes. What do they look like? Do they need a change? Well, we're going to get those answers, aren't we, Michaela?
3: <laughs> we are. So if you have a question about changes you want to make inside your home or your pondering a remodel 614-821-WTVN is the number again 614-821-9886 we have bryce jacob with j.s brown and company in with us hello oh pomp and, and circumstance for ming he's, he's used there you to go. this microphone michaela he is he's <laughs> no stranger to it so good to have you in today yeah. so tell us for the, for listeners who don't know tell us a little bit about j.s
0: brown well, J.S. Brown is a residential design build company. Uh, we're based right out of Grandview here. So we've been around since 1978, so 41 years, and really started working in this area in Upper Arlington. And we cover what we refer to as Central Ohio. So anything that's about 40 minutes from our office, we're, we're running out to, and we'll do the architectural design, the interior design, then we handle the construction. So isn't, it's kind of turnkey.
2: Isn't it fascinating to think of how our insides of our homes have changed through the years, when you guys first started out 40 plus years ago, what was it like then to now?
0: Well, we've already remodeled projects we've remodeled. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. You know, if you think back to 1978, the, the home was very compartmentalized and you had the kitchen, the living room, a dining room, and it was very very traditional, very formal. And uh, that's changed a lot. People are trying to open up their homes, join spaces. They're doing more entertaining. They're living differently as families. So. We're seeing the kitchen and the living room really become one. We're seeing the formal dining room. I hate to say it, but go a little bit by the wayside. It's that room you heat and cool all year long for those two meals.
3: (laughs) I have one of those. But how often do you use it, Michaela? Thanksgiving, Easter,
2: Christmas, yeah. Bryce, you're absolutely right. It seems like such wasted space because like Michaela said, you use it a couple times a year.
0: Yep, you do. But I don't know what
2: else
3: to do with it right now, Bryce, because it's a bump out at the front of my house. Mm -hmm. It's next to the foyer. I don't. I guess I could use it as an office, but I already have an office in my basement, so I don't know what to do with it.
0: That sounds like I need to come over. You do. You need, I, need yeah. a consu- I need a consult. We get weekly progress on, on a project, development for your, uh, your dining room, whatever it becomes.
3: So that's the thing. I mean, how do we start to reimagine these things if we have homes that are 20, 25 years old, who a lot of folks who are listening are in that situation?
0: Yeah, a lot of it is you. is you've been living in it for so long, it's hard to see it different. And that's where there's a little bit of paralysis is you don't know what's possible in the home. So the conversation usually starts with what's missing or what's life like? You know, you go through all these stages of life where you start raising a family, then you're empty nesters, then you want your kids to come back. Maybe, maybe they come back and you don't want them to come back. But they come back and maybe they come back with little grandkids. So the way you live in the home changes based on who's visiting and who's also living in the, in the home at the time. So... Depending on the stage of life that they're in that can sometimes spur- sparks uh, Conversations where we've seen this and we can say, you know when the kids come back They're gonna have grandkids. Do you feel like it's set up to entertain a growing family and they might say oh gosh It's not but we do want to entertain here. We don't want them at the in-laws house. We want them here And we think through that situation. I have three daughters, so I don't want them over at boys houses I'd rather have the boys at our house I can supervise it but have a little bit of privacy for the kids. So we developed our basement into a living space that's it's, it's attractive for kids. They want to be down there. They feel like they can be private, but it's very easy for me to just check on the kids. So I, it's just one of the things that was a priority to us in our home. And when we start talking about those families, especially dads that have daughters, are saying, uh, yeah, I want the kids over here. We'd like to do the entertaining for our children here.
2: What I like about you guys with JS Brown though, people feel like my home doesn't suit me anymore. We have to move, but they don't oh, no. want to move because they love all the neighbors they're around and they have history in the house that they've lived in for years. Great memories. But you got right, and you don't want to get rid of those memories. So you can come in and say, we can change this, that, and whatever to better fit your needs.
0: Yeah, it's continuing that the memories in the home just with a new look. So.
3: Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna say that, you know, a lot of what we do when we go through the planning is just it's just that is you don't have to leave. Let's evaluate it. Let's just see what because the investment's so large these days, and it's hard for people to fathom that. Sometimes they say, well, I bought my home for that. You want me to remodel it for that again? Uh, the cost of construction has really gone up tremendously, and a lot of people are feeling like they're gonna overimprove their home, and I. I always ask me, do you go on a vacation? And they're like, yeah, I always go on a vacation. I was like, what'd you get for it? Like, how much are you going to sell that experience for? And they're like, well, I can't. I said, "But well, why do, are you going to do it next year? Like, yeah, of course I'm going to go on a vacation next year. What, what will you sell that one for? <laughs> no, they, they can't. And, but you do it over and over because there's something that recharges your batteries. It means a lot. And you can do that in your home and the return on your investment, just emotionally, spiritually, and how you live. This circuit doesn't trip when I turn the microwave on anymore. I mean, that's huge. There are all those little things in your home have a return on investment that aren't always just financial six one
3: four eight two one WTVN. 614 821 six one four eight two one nine eight eight six we're taking your remodeling questions for js brown and company so you know let's talk about two words i recently learned and okay. i don't know if you know these but i'm going to guess if <laughs> anyone knows them you know them construction justification have you heard that before
0: no i like it though okay well I mean, i'm going to tell I you think what I i've what heard it means.
3: it means all of these folks are selling these homes for th- you know, their their three hundred fifty thousand dollar homes may be, you know. Twenty years ago, now they're trying to sell them in their land for six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars. But they have not changed anything inside them in that long. So I had a contractor tell me construction justification should be what the price of the home needs to be to justify the construction they're going to have to do after the fact. I have walked into some homes, Bryce, and I've been really surprised by how much they're asking and the fixtures or like the set in cabinets to the walls. I mean, it reminds me of like nineteen eighty two. Really, I'm surprised by it.
0: Well, it's, it's funny you say that because a lot of that evaluation that we talked about of do I stay or do I go? Um, a lot of people end up staying because of that very thing you just mentioned. They they find the room or they find whatever's missing from their current home somewhere else, but they still have to remodel it. So they go through packing all their knickknacks up and lovingly wrapping them with bubble wrap and then moving to this next house and moving in and realizing we got to live through a remodel anyway. And we just paid a realtor, realtor fees. No knock on that. But you also have the moving costs. Right. And the headache of packing all that stuff up and all the garage sales you've gotta to have too.
2: So let's talk about what people are doing in their homes these days. Are there fads, there's fads with everything. Sure. What are people changing in their homes? What about paint color? What, what seems to be hot right now?
0: You know, it's, it, the number one question we get are people who like white kitchens, but they're not sure if it, they should do a white kitchen. And they say, are white kitchens still in? And they are. You know, there, there are some experts out there trying to change that and say, no, they're not anymore. I don't think they're going away. Um, I think what we're seeing more of in kitchens in particular are light colored cabinets or white with an accent color, either island, uppers, uh, insert cabinet somewhere, the hood has more decoration or, or a blue to it, steel blue. There's some really neat things that we're able to introduce that, that not everybody thinks about. Okay, they're stuck in their own little world of how it's always been or it's a dark kitchen because they have dark cabinets but that doesn't make the kitchen dark it's a lack of lighting
3: ah yeah so
0: important yeah so so stained cabinets are gorgeous natural wood cabinets that are stained dark they're fantastic it's your lighting that's generally the problem if you have a dark kitchen so yeah i i don't know if i would say it's a fad there are some things that have come that are staying, and one of them in the bathroom is the barrier-free shower, so mm-hmm. no step entry. There's no, you know, people say, "Well, my bathroom will flood," but like, well, that's a drain problem. <laughs> that's yeah, true. It's not a curb problem. It's not a, correct. So people not. are getting
2: rid of their tubs.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the tubs are going away. You know, I happen to be one of the very few who likes to use my tub, so I have one, but. You know, I ask most people and say, when's the last time you used that tub? When we moved in. Yeah. You know, like you had a bottle of champagne, celebrated moving in. Woo! It, so and then done. And done.
2: Yeah. And, well, I'm like there, you, though. I like to soak in the tub, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. I mean, if you like it, then keep it. If if, But if you don't use it. Don't think about it for the next homeowner because, quite frankly, the next homeowner, the odds are they're going to want a big shower.
3: So if someone wants some advice from you all and and, and wants you to come in and walk around and and have that consult, Mm -hmm. how do folks get a hold of you? Where do they go?
0: Well, you can always go to JSBrownCompany.com. That's our website. Wonderful way to go check out projects we've done, types of projects, kitchens, baths, wine rooms. You know, If you can think it, we've done it. Uh, And you can take a look at them. And then there's a way to contact us through that, through the page. Um, You know, that's actually the easiest way because you'll learn about our process. We also have our phone number. It's 614 291 6876. So that's how you can call us and speak to one of our design consultants.
2: That's a great idea. That way, if you know you want some type of change in your home, you just don't know exactly what to do, they're the experts. So get a hold of J.S. Brown. They're
3: going to get it done for you. Bryce, oh, yeah. thank you so much for being with yeah, us today it does matter You're home looking good and feeling good about it i like how you said that you know physically mentally spiritually all of that it impacts us so yep, that matters and that's
1: the it name does. of the
2: show
3: that's the name of the show thank you so much
0: <laughs> awesome thanks Ange.
2: i can't wait for the next segment because michaela's like i have something to talk about but she wouldn't tell me exactly what it was <laughs> she wants to surprise me with something so stick around for that everybody mm-hmm. Okay, welcome back to the What Matters Show. Lay it on me, Michaela. What do you have up your sleeve right now? Uh, There's
3: not like a ton up my sleeve. I just heard this really odd thing from Logan, my nine-year-old, the other day. And I just wanted to know if you or anybody else had like gone through this. Um, Really weird terminology. Like we're watching a video, okay? So it's a video of like a piece of art getting constructed. We had YouTube kids up or something like that. He goes, wow that is so satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I was like, huh? Like, how do you use the word satisfy?
2: If I'm happy, I'm satisfied, I'm, yeah.
3: But do you look at something and do you say that is so satisfying? I don't
2: know if I've ever used it that way.
3: Well, is this like, so it made me start thinking about kids' lingo and the things generationally that kids use that are a little different, right? So maybe there is, like, maybe when you feel good when you're watching something, that's satisfying now. Do you think that's possible? Yeah, I think that's possible. But isn't it such a weird, like, it makes you do a double take. But we probably did that to our parents, too, right?
2: I think anytime you hear a youngster use a word like, that is so satisfying, instead of, that's so cool. I think it's neat because they're using other words. They're learning other words than just the basics. Well,
3: maybe it's like when... Did you guys use rad when you were growing up?
2: No, I think that was... After my time. That
3: was after your time? There's a few years between us, Mikaela. Well, it's like 10. You know, we have like a decade. But it is
2: funny, though, with, and Kylan just stepped out of the studio, but I would love to ask him. Because if you talk to teenagers now, there's so many things that they say amongst each other. And I'm like, what does that mean?
3: Well, and that's the thing. Like, I kind of, it it wasn't that, you know, coded. But at the same time, I was like, what do you, how are you using this word to describe? Have you ever heard of Dr. Pimple Popper? An actual doctor pimple a, pop? yeah, like videos on YouTube. No. Now I am gonna show Mindy's Mindy's the the difference between us. So Dr. Pimple Popper, literally it's like a YouTube channel and people watch Pimple Pop Pimples? People watch people pop pimples. <laughs> say that five times. People watch people pop pimples. My kids have <laughs> probably heard of it. They I... probably have. Where are you, Kai? What um, the heck? That's so gross. But people say that it's satisfying. To watch, to watch others pop others, their pimples. Yeah, to watch it's like a it's like a close up on a pimple getting popped. So like you don't even necessarily <laughs> always see the face, but it's like. You know what I think?
2: I think people have too much time on their hands. But they're very satisfied. Well, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy to I me. Mean, if you're getting satisfaction by watching someone
3: else pop a pimple, then you need to relook at your life. Well, I mean, exactly. So as I'm I'm listening to him doing this, we were at swim lessons for Christian, and he was we were watching this on my phone. I was like. Really? You're satisfied by that? Oh my gosh. Let's hope that you're satisfied by other things in life other than just watching this happen. This artwork with this texture to it, that is so satisfying.
2: Maybe just like relaxing or soothing, he meant. That's like nice.
3: Which makes, but and that makes sense, right? In this world we live in that's so crazy. Right? Like, there's not enough soothing. There's not enough relaxing. So maybe to watch something, maybe that is exactly what he meant. It just took us like three minutes to figure out really, truly, maybe what that was all about. At least, Michaela, you know one thing.
2: Your son is satisfied. He's satisfied. Which is better than the opposite.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I don't know. If you ask my husband today, he's been in his room for most of the day. Oh He's not boy. satisfied He's right not now. Satisfied, Need to no. give him some art. So much coming up in the next hour.
2: Yeah, I cannot wait to reveal a poll, a study that we did. The results of this were—I couldn't believe it. I'm, I cannot wait to share it with you. If you are pregnant, about to have a kid, or if you did this, Michaela, would you want to know the sex of your kid before birth or right at birth?
3: I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say until we a get to this segment later, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting poll that Mindy did on Twitter and we've got a local author who, if you know a survivor of neglect or sexual abuse, you definitely want to tune in. really hard subject, but there's light at the end of the tunnel and she's amazing and she'll be joining us in studio
2: and there's an event in Gehana coming up, and believe
3: me, it's satisfying. Where do you hear about it? All that coming up on what matters with Mindy and Michaela.